She says I am trash, but she listens to Takashi. Bitch, you lost me. Yeah, fair weather, wishy washy. She thinks machine washed me. Swear to God, man, her favorite rapper, wish she crossed me. Yeah, love conflict got a obnoxious what? subconscious. Yeah, I'm afraid to unlock it. Keep those monsters in the closet. I'm what an idiotic subconscious. But I've been throwing down gauntlets since that underground ruckus. Yeah, where I planted my roots. Yeah, that's how I had a whole planet that roots for me. As in the group, and no one thinks dark as I think. So imagine the havoc these black thoughts. As in Trotta, I keep slaughtering beats Shout out to beat miners and T-minus But me long as I pre promise to be honest And wholeheartedly apologies We honor for that song that leaked I'm sorry Bri, it wasn't meant to cause you grief Regardless, it was wrong of me But I be on my own Yeah. Head up in the clouds like Zeus When they say you ain't the goat I come down like who? But I got my head in the clouds like Zeus Swear I can see the game from a bird's eye view Hey, bitch talking to a rap god Hey, girl you talking to a My next guest is a Grammy-nominated artist and producer. Recently, he has gained recognition for being on Eminem's Music to be Murdered by album, as well as Royce to Five Nine's album, The Allegory. It's my pleasure to introduce White Gold. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today I'm with a very special guest. The one and only White Gold. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, pleasure to be here, man. Thank you, thank you. So, when I was doing research on you, the first thing that pops up though when you type in White Gold, yeah, it says I think he's from Florida. Yeah, this white country yeah. rapper White Gold. Yeah, how do you deal with that? that? <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny is that like, um, he, I think his like last name is Gold. Like his real last name is Gold. You know, so I'm like, fuck it, bro. Like whatever, but. Yeah, um, I got my name from like a Barry White song, like he uh, uh, Barry White album. He made a love uh, uh, unlimited uh, orchestra album called White Gold, and like I sampled something from there. And um, one of my friends was like, "Yo, like this was like very early when I was like making music for myself." And he's like, "Yo, this song is so hard. Like, what are you gonna call yourself?" And I looked at the the file name, and I was like, "White Gold." And he was like, yo, that's so fucking hard. And I was like, fuck it, man. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It works. I like it. It's unique. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we just got to get this white gold. Because I looked, this guy, white gold, hasn't made anything for like three to four years. Yeah. So we yeah. just need to, we need to wipe him off YouTube and you need to be the top. Yeah. Like, man, <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to him, but like, come on, man. Like, let me do my thing, man. You know, the shit that's fucked up is that like, I, it always mixes us up on like Spotify. So like every time I release something, I have to hit Spotify. I have to hit Apple Music and be like, no, 
the other like it's not it's not him it's me it's me like, mm. uh it's it's annoying but it'll change you know um now that i'm releasing a lot of my own stuff um i have a specific id thing for spotify that like make sure that like i don't get grouped in with his shit like it's it's okay i mean it's all good. hell yeah yeah so you also like before went by like is it b works i'm guessing yeah. that's how you pronounce it. i was producing under that name so b works is what i started making music with um my actual name is bobby so um i just that was like in college like you know just working in, in my bedroom and everything like that like making music for my roommates um i just came up with i think one of my roommates actually came up with that and i was just like mm. yeah I'll, I'll roll with it man whatever um and then like i use that for like my production so like a lot of people still call me b-works like right people are uh you know they they just don't they're people of habit i guess you know creatures of habit so i'm like no no you can call me white girl then i'm like, nah i'm gonna call you b-works <laughs> yeah i get but, that know. i um so I've only had the podcast for like a year now. And when I first started, I've already gone through like a name change and a <laughs> podcast rebranding. But then people, So people, when I first started, it was really corny, but I went by DJ Blake, right? And I wasn't That's even a DJ corny. at the time. Oh, you weren't a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it sounded cool. So then I rebranded to the NAST podcast and I go by NAST. Mm. And like people, like some of my first guests, because I did like 30 interviews before I changed oh, to the okay. NAS podcast. My bad. Sorry. No worries. And um, basically like, so there's still like, there's like 30 people who like I'm still close with from the, before the rebranding and they'll still mm. call me like DJ Blake. I'm like, no, don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes it, it, old names die hard, man. But for yeah. me, like, you know, every, like most industry people know me as B-Works. You know, mm -hmm. like industry executives and all of that. They know, like, if you say B works, like they're like, all right, yeah, we know who he is. Like, just because I've just worked with so many people, I've worked with, I worked with Khaled, I worked with Ross, I worked with Wayne, I worked with Yay, I worked with M. Now I've worked with so many people. You know, Pusha T. Like, you know, I used to be managed by Stephen Victor. Like, you know, just so many different things. So like, yeah, I made my name as a producer first, and then like. It's just a natural thing. Like I've always been like a lyrics person. I don't even know how I got into production first, mm. but uh, I guess that was just what was in front of me at the time in college. Like my roommate was, um, he was producing, and I came home from class, and he's like this this white dude, man. Shout out Jordan, <laughs> man. So like he's he's an accountant now, like a really successful accountant, <laughs> right? And like he's like in this corner, like making making beats and i'm just like yo what the fuck is that he's like yo i'm making beats man i'm like how and he's like fruity loops oh yeah and i was like what the fuck is fruity i was like could you give me that and he was like yeah i got you <laughs> and i was just like man i'm taking this like i was terrible you know initially and like i stopped like i started it and then i stopped i was like ah i'm i'm terrible at this and then like months later he was like yo like are you still like working on making music and i was like nah like it's just it's just too difficult you know he's like nah man you could do it you could do it so like he showed me like uh a certain process on how to do shit and then i and then like it instantly clicked for me like wow. then i started like making music making music making music making music and like we were like 
you know, joined at the hip, like we would go to like libraries, we would go to different places to get samples and shit. Like I'm talking about, man, um, I remember one time we had, uh, it was like, we stayed up the whole night and we went to breakfast in the lower campus. And I was sitting there and I was like, yo, imagine if we like were producers, like professionally. And I'm telling you, that's the hardest he's ever laughed in his life. He's like, <sighs> that shit's not possible. Like, fuck that. Like, he was dying laughing. He was like, yo, that was, all right, that's like, let's get back to the, like, to real life. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like, lo and behold, like, this shit worked, man. Wow. Yeah. What'd you go to college for? I went to, I went to college for economics and history. So yeah, I have wow. bachelor's in both. Yeah. So like. Do you use that now? Like, I, no, I guess if you like wanted I don't to, use it at all. <laughs> I don't think I used it. I used it a little bit when I got out of college. Um, I got out of college at the worst time. Like, I got out of college um, August of '08, like during like the crazy oh, financial crisis and everything. Yeah. I even got to like I went to work on Wall Street, uh, worked a little bit, and then the company went under. Like, company does not even exist today. Wow. Um, and then. Um, after that, I was just like, mm, I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to Pittsburgh. So I went to Pittsburgh, and then um, I was with my girlfriend at the time, who's my daughter's mom. And um, yeah, I just went back there. I was doing a lot of temp jobs, like fucking American Eagle. Um, wow. Now I got a job at like Best Buy or whatever, and um, I was just making it work, making it work or whatever. And then. Um, I got a job uh, at a mortgage facility, like for for a bank, and um, that was like that was good. Um, I wasn't really thinking about like, you know, I was still making music, but I wasn't really thinking about like having it as a career. And then a friend of mine that I used to make music with uh, w- became a lawyer. Uh, her name is Karen Karen Mitchell, and um, yeah, she just hit me up and she's just like, "Yo, you still make music?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she's just like, yo, like, send me some stuff. I sent her some stuff. She's like, yo, you're so good. Like, um, at the same time, I end up catching um, catching a break because I was on Twitter and somebody put out, like, an email, like, yo, send your hottest shit. And I was like, it can't hurt, right? So I did that. And they hit me up, uh, like, months later. Mm-hmm. It was literally around the same time Karen hit me up. And he's like, yo, I got you a, a placement with Cameron. Nuts. Yeah, like Damn. shout out to Jay News. Like, you know, that's like that's one of my really, really good friends, man. Like first person that ever like got me a check in the industry, honestly, you know? And um that happened and then like it turned into a young Jeezy placement. And Damn. then I was like, holy shit. And then they like brought me up to Atlantic. Um, just all this shit like started happening, and then it went like super dead, you know. Wow. Yeah, and then I was just like, all right, I got a taste for it. Like, now I need to, like, put in the work myself, you know? Like, you could only get so far by somebody, like, you know, holding your hand. And I was just like, all right, if I really want this and I feel like I could do this, like, let me start fucking, you know, putting uh, steps in order. So then I was already, like, pretty good, like, in the... um, like on Twitter and everything I had like just built a I used to be in like the not right comments like I have friends in there like friends that to this day you know in the not right comments and 
there was people that were on Joe Budden's uh, Ustream. He was streaming and like they were spamming him like, yo, work with B-Works, work with B-Works, work with B-Works. Like probably like 15, 20 people just spamming him, spamming him. And then he's like, yo, who the fuck is this B-Works I keep hearing? Like tell him, tell him to send me, tell him to send me beats. And he played the beats live Oh, on shit. Ustream, like this is 09, probably. Wow, 09, right? And those songs end up becoming like Short Summer, Hello Expectations, uh, Thousand Faces. I end up doing six songs with Joe, right? Wow, so that was a crazy experience. I was on Moon Music 4 and everything like that, and then um, it that led to like us doing a song on like um, All Love Lost, um, yeah, so like it, it just it was just like honestly just like putting feelers out there and just working on my craft and just making sure that I was ready when the opportunity came, you know, because it was like a five minute thing. Somebody hit me up on Twitter like, yo, Joe is talking about you in the Ustream, jump in. And then I jumped in. He's like, send, send shit to this email. Boom. And that was it. Like he was playing it on wow. the air. You know, that's as quick as it happened, you know. Yeah, so it's crazy. Wow. And then, like, you know, I was also part of, like, Just Blaze's, like, community when he was uh, on the Megatron Dawn stuff. Like, I have really, really good friends from there, like Sport, Ant-Man, you know, those people are, like, really, really close to me right now. And they're, like, you know, successful in themselves. Sport just did a song with Rock wow. Marciano. Uh, Ant-Man did, um, he did a song with... Uh, Anderson Pack that end up winning a Grammy or whatever, you wow. know, like he did Prime with Royce and uh, uh, Royce and Primo, like he did the samples for there, like yeah, really? like holy super shit, talented, like I, so I'm just like I've just been around like so many like like minded people that are just like talented or just like waiting for their waiting for their time, you know, and it's just like wow. yo man, it, it, it's been a slow build but it's been worth it man and it's like it's dope to see like my people win and like just people that i fuck with like genuinely and just being like yo like oh man like we used to fucking just sit in there 3 a.m 4 a.m talking about music and now like you're making the music that kids are gonna be listening to you know that way yeah, it's just yeah so like as, as far as like music man i'm just in love with like all aspects of it man you gotta be. It seems like you had like, these milestones where people were like, are you still making music? And then something big would happen. That's yeah, so crazy. Yeah, like, you know, uh, one of my good friends as well, uh, D-Dot, like, randomly out of nowhere, this was like, I'm talking about Swiss had just won the Grammy for On to the Next One. He's like, yo, Gosh. you want to talk to Swiss? Like, I played him some of your music. He fucks with you. And like, <clears throat> literally the day after, like, Swiss is on the phone with me like, yo, I fuck with your music, man. Like, how do you get your shit to sound so emotional? Like, everything, like, you pick really, really emotional shit. And I'm just like, damn, like, damn. motherfucker, you just won a Grammy. You talking to me? Like, this, and this is all early, man. Like, I don't even think that I was good enough back then. But, like, people really just, like, fucked with it, man. You know, like, right now, I think I'm, like, way better than I was before, you know. But, you got you know, it's all progression, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hip hop is just such a it's such a big community and like once you're actually part of it, it's so welcoming and I feel like Yeah. It's like, it really is. It's like a big family. Yeah, and if you choose the right people, man, like a lot of people yeah. say, Oh yeah, you know, there's full of snakes. It is full of snakes, 
But at the same time, like, like I'm saying, like, if you build with the people that are around you, man, and you guys are just genuine with each other, like, it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing. Like people, like when, when you win, like people are genuinely happy for you. You could feel that shit. Like somebody hitting you up, be like, yo, I remember when we were doing this and this and this, I look at how far you've come. Or remember when you said this, you were like, you said you would never work with this person, but now, or you said you would never put 808s on a, on a, on a beat. And now look at you, but like, now look at how far you've come, you know, like it's just, you know, just little shit like that. Like, just reminds you of, like how much you've grown and stuff too. Do you feel like people kind of feel like you came out of nowhere though? Because like um, your B works and then now you're yeah, I mean yeah, people like people that don't know the B works, uh, me as B works feel like I came out of nowhere. But like people that know me as B works and have seen like me just being like just even being on social media, just being regular, normal, or whatever, and still just having stuff going on and stuff like they're just genuinely happy to see me like, you know, they're like, yo, like I peaked the progression. Like a lot of times people, a lot of things that happen is that like people peg it to um, my daughter because my daughter was born when all of this started happening. Right. So like, they're like, yo, your daughter is like 11 now. And like, look at the progress, look how you've progressed or whatever. They're like, I remember when she was a baby and you were like making beats with her on your arm. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's crazy to see like, oh man. Yeah. It's been, it's been a long, 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 long ass road, man. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Yeah. You have a lot of accomplishments under your belt, like whether you see it or not, you know? (laughs) Yeah, man. Like it's, it, it, you know, there's some really, really good moments. I've had some, really good moments you know working in uh with the neptunes in miami for, for the push T stuff like mm. um yeah that was that was in, that was nuts like for chad to being like chad was in the corner and like i was playing beats i was playing beats and he was like yo he ripped his headphones like he's like yo who the fuck is that <laughs> right and i thought he was mad so i'm like oh, oh, no. i'm like me and I was like, yo, I'll turn it down or whatever, you know? And he was like, no, no, no. How the fuck do you get your drums to bang so hard? Like, what wow. program are you using? And I was like, what? This motherfucker wow. really, yo. It, it was like, bro, you're like one of the most successful producers of all time. And you're asking me? Like, that shit was just surreal to me, man. It's legendary. Yeah, legendary, man, surreal. So do you think of yourself still as like a producer and artist? Are you going to switch completely over to this artist lane? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm an artist. Like that's um I feel like when when that um switch got flipped in my brain, like I just can't go back to just being just a producer. Like I have mm-hmm. to like like even now like I make beats like but I'm not making beats just for it to just be there. Like I have to jump on it. Or if I'm not going to jump on it like I'll do a hook for somebody else, you know, like, I feel like the product isn't complete if it's just a beat, you know, it has to have mm-hmm. words on it, you know, for it to be complete. And, um, yeah, like I make my own, I make my own beats and everything, but I still take outside beats. If I feel that shit, I feel that shit, you know, but for the most part, primarily like my sound is all my beats. Like, wow. Yeah. Do you still use FL Studio then? Or what oh, are you using no, now? No, 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 no. <laughs> so, like, right after college, like, I think I used uh, FL Studio, like, three years. 
And then like in 09, um, I hate to like fucking keep shouting people out, but like um, my boy Rook, he's uh, one half of Justice League. And oh, shit. yeah, he was okay. he was using logic. Um, Just Blaze was using logic. I was in the Just Blaze like um, uh, group chats and all of that, um, the Megatron Dawn stuff. And I it was on my radar, but not until I saw like Rook using it that I was like, all right, now I need to like really switch. Like I need to switch and just like, just make it a thing. Like I need to switch. Cause I feel like they're like the sound that they were producing. I was like, I can't get that on food. I mean, I probably mm-hmm. could have, but I also didn't like the, um, I also didn't like like clicking in stuff on the sequencer and stuff like that. I wanted to be more of a player when I was making beats. So like I bought myself a keyboard. I even bought like a drum pad, which I ended up throwing out because I don't fucking <laughs> use that shit. <laughs> but keyboard primarily, right? So like I taught myself how to play keys on YouTube. Wow, really? Yeah, That's like insane. bro, like I like I really want this shit. Like I'm just gonna figure out a way to do it. Like I was like I'm just gonna teach myself how to play piano. Like fuck that. Like I'm just gonna sit there <laughs> diligently like practice do all this shit and like yeah i could play fucking piano now um also yeah like i make all my beats with with piano so like drums and all that shit i just learned how to do it like that so like i want to like be able to like you know tap stuff and you know play stuff when i'm making music instead of like clicking it it just feels a little bit impersonal like you know yeah for me yeah i I get that yeah what is like the main DAW that like most producers use in the industry? Um, a lot of people use FL Studio, like hip hop. A lot of people use mm-hmm. FL Studio. Um, T minus, like that guy can make a beat in like three minutes. Like wow. it's, I'm talking about like full <laughs> beat in like three. He's so fast and how he does it and like the sonics and how he hears shit is second to none man like he just he's a wizard with that shit like so it's just like like boy wonder also like like you know i've seen him team minus just working and the way that they work is just these guys are savants man you know like they're just like extra special at what they do man but like for me i, I don't know how to use it that good to be that efficient with it you know for me it's like right. efficiency is what matters most right so Definitely. Yeah, for me, it's just like, yeah, I want to be able to just be efficient with it. And Logic is, especially when I started making, um, when I started writing and recording myself, I can do it in the same session. So, like, I've set it up to where the beat is at the bottom and then the vocals is at the top and I can mix in the same session. So, you know, Logic for me is just the most efficient. I can just, you know, I can make a song in, like, 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know. So, like, when when a... When like an artist, like when a Metro Boomin or like a T minus has like a Drake or I'm not like a J Cole or a Future as like the future. If you're, what does he say? The future safer Metro Boomin. It's like oh Metro Boomin wants some more. Oh, if young Metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah, like oh like a tag, those, right? Yeah, if 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 they use a tag for the beginning of a song, does like does an artist get paid every time? They um, no, use that no, or how no, does that no. work? You just get paid. You just get paid off the production, like. You know, I don't know. I, like, maybe, does Future get paid maybe, every time they say that? But, like, the only time, like, you know, artists use that is when they've produced, like, the producer has produced on it, you know? 
Okay. Yeah. So I mean, the the producer is obviously getting paid for the beat, so the tag mm-hmm. just is part of the beat. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So if you do produce now, like, is, are you just going to use white gold, or do you still use B Works at all, or is um, B Works just the past? I, I had a thing of where like I wanted to use like B Works, like produced by B Works, and then artist white gold but i don't know we'll figure it out once i start releasing shit but primarily it's probably just gonna be white gold you know i don't know man maybe <laughs> i'm just like think, still like figuring that shit out you know because i don't think about it this way confusing to where it's just like you know what are you doing you know like just stick with one name you know i guess like think about it this way like white gold's gram is nominated for a grammy yeah. Works isn't <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly so i don't know we'll see we'll see yeah but i mean speaking of grammy nominations i got nominated for one with uh with royce man for the best rap album the allegory that's that came out of nowhere such a blessing man such a blessing yeah that is crazy do you feel like is it just like all the work you, that led up to it that made you yeah, meet bro, royce or is it, it just like time and place yeah it's just, and it's it's just crazy because like um, I've met Royce like years before through his, ma- I know his manager really well. Uh, his manager used to art- uh, manage one of my best friends, uh, Zach Wilson. And, um, so we've just been cool since like for years, you know, and, um, I had put a song on SoundCloud. It was like a freestyle. I think I did, um, oh man, it was some, it was some Drake shit that I did a freestyle over. Right. Oh, um, 4 a.m. to Calabasas or 4 p.m. Okay. to Calabasas, whatever. Um, and he heard it and he was like, yo, like, you know, you still make music. I'm like, I'm <laughs> you know, again, again, bro. Again, he's like, yo, you still make music? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why wouldn't I? Like, why does everybody keep asking me that? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And he was like, I want you to work with Royce. Like, Royce heard it. He fucks with you. Like. I want you to come to Detroit and just like work on it. But as an artist, and I was like, whoa, this is the first time like somebody wants me to work as an artist, you know? And like, that's why I like, for me, like I credit Royce with just so much of my success now is just because he's like believed in me as an artist before anybody did, you know? Like as far as like big, big people, like the people around me, like, you know, I had, a lot of friends that believed in me, but like for someone that's not in my, that wasn't in my camp and just was like, yo, I recognize you as an artist. Like that's, that was special to me, you know? And I was just like, all right. We're like, I went, um, I worked with them. Like it was like right after Thanksgiving, two years ago, I worked with them. Um, then I went like, it was like, I went for like three days or something like that. Then I came back. Then I went in January of 2019 was it 2019 i don't remember bro but wait was it january yeah january 2019 january 2019 right it was snowing we were having a conversation it was like a long conversation and you gonna learn was playing like the beat was playing like maybe for like an hour and a half like we were just talking and then like fi- finally like my ears clued into it and I was like, yo, this shit is hard. Like, let me put something <laughs> on it. And he was like, all right, here, take it. And so I took it to the next room. Like 15 minutes later, I did You Gonna Learn. 
Um, he came in, you know, he was like, yeah, 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 this, this is hard, this is hard. He's like, yo, just change that one, change one line, man. Like, it's, it's almost there, it's almost there. Change one line. And then um, I think the, um, I feel like the, you ain't so your last rock, you just better earn, was the last line that I put in there. And then. Um, Fucking sounds dope. That's Yeah. And then I was just oh like, God. and then after I did it, he was like, yeah, this shit's fire. So it was supposed to, it was supposed to be for him. You know, um, it was gonna be me. I have a verse on it, like, an and that's on M. That's on Eminem's album. Yeah, right? it's that on, on music okay. to be murdered by side A. Um, but like, the funny thing is that like, he hadn't put his verse on it or anything. Um, so he played uh, Eminem, just my uh, my hook with the beat, and M heard it and was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is that?" Like, oh, I need shit. that. He was like, I need that. Like, give me that shit. Please. Wow. He was like, please give me that. And then he was like, bet, I'm going to give it to you, but I'm going to put a verse on it. So that's when he put wow. a verse on it. And yeah. And that became fucking, um, you going to learn, you know? Mm. And then, uh, so like I found out in like June. So like it happened in June. I found out in June and um, there um Royce's manager called and was like, yo, I got good news and bad news. Like, what do you want to hear first? And I was like, the bad news first. And he was just like, yo, um, bad news is like, yo, you're going to learn it's not going to be on Royce's project, man. Sorry about that, bro. And I was like, nah, you know, it's all good. Like, I'm used to disappointment as far as, <laughs> yeah, because like this industry, there's so many no's. You get told no so many times, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then. He was like, yo, but good news is it's going to be on Eminem's album. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Fucking I was like, shit. what? Get the fuck out of here. Like, immediately, though, like, I was just like, when is the album coming out? And they were like, yo, there's no timeline for it um, in the fall. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, because you know how artists, like, they'll record a bunch of shit. And if they do something too early, they tend not to use those tracks. So you don't want to get on the project too early. You know, because then they'll play it and they have ear fatigue and whatever. But, yo, true enough, man. Like, he just, like, loved it, man. And then it was just like, oof. I was wow. like, wow. So it was like, I guess one of the first songs that he did for music to be murdered by. So you knew about the album before, like, any fans or oh, anyone? Oh, yeah, way you? before, way before. I had to keep that That's shit crazy. quiet for six months, bro. That must have been kind of hard, it man. Working hard with Eminem and stuff to do, because like I'm like, you know what? I thought about it like this. I'm like, if I tell anybody, I'm gonna jinx my spot on the album. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I just had myself in the mind frame of that. So I'm like, if I tell anybody, I'm gonna jinx myself. So just don't tell anybody. Put it out your mind. You know, go about your shit. You know, yeah. Yeah. And that's dope. You you're literally on. Music to be murdered by, and then the allegory, or which one yeah, came out so first? Like, so they kind of coincided at the same time. So like, um, once I found out that I, I was I was working on allegory, right? I was working on in that January, we were working on allegory. So I did a hero at that time, um, and then um, he brought me black side. He like he called me on Facetime. And when Royce calls, it's like a three-hour conversation because he's just gonna rant. <laughs> he's gonna rant about something, you know. And Shit. he had watched something about Dave Chappelle talking about taking black wealth 
out of the U.S. and taking it back to Africa or something like that. And so that was my mind frame when I when I did uh, black like my verse on Black Savage, and um, so he did. All, he talked to me for like two hours, and then he was like, "All right, so I'm gonna send you a track, and you're gonna put a hook on it <laughs> wow. about this." And I was like, "All right, bet." So that was like uh, I probably like August. Yeah, probably like August. And like the thing about Royce is that like he'll call you at any time, bro. <laughs> like any time. And he knows like it's funny because if he sees that I'm not in front of a computer when I like answer, he's like, Oh, that's weird. You're not okay. you're not in front of a computer, you're not making music. And I'm like, bro, like I don't make music all the time. Oh like he's just he's always getting on me about that. He's like, You're always fucking ready, you know? But like I usually try to like send any kind of like shit back. Like if he requests something, I just try to send it back the day of or the next day. Like just, just so yeah. like you know, just to be prompt and everything like that. I don't like like holding on. They notice that though. That's important. Yeah, like, and he he really he even said that he was just like, yo, I appreciate you always like being prompt with like you know everything like that. And I was just like, you know, that's that goes a long way, you know. Yeah, that that song "Black Savage" on the Allegory album is insane. You yeah, C High got- Ti. Like- yeah, like that shit was crazy. And then it was like the NFL song of the uh, thing of the month for November. Yeah, oh, so wow. it played every single NFL, um, uh, every single NFL game that played. They played wow. that on TV. They played that every Sunday, every Monday Night Football. They played that. That was insane for me, man. Like people still hit me up about that shit. And I'm just like, wow. You know, and that's the first music video I ever did. Like we did that shit in Calabasas. Like, oh man, it it was crazy experience. Man, yeah, Royce has been yo, Royce has literally given me like a fucking has cleared my path, bro. Like he's popping off right now. Yeah, and he's not afraid to just be like, yo. Like, I, you know how some people will be like, oh, you're dope in private and then like not pretend that they don't know you like in public. He's not afraid to just be like, yo, this guy is fucking talented, bro. You know, like yeah. he's not afraid to do that shit. And it goes a long way because people listen to what, you know, he says, you know, and that's helped a lot, you know. Yeah, he took you to the even he even took you to like the Sirius XM um, yeah. interview. <laughs> that shit's dope. Bro, he's like, "Yo, I'm in town. You busy?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "All right, come to Sirius." That's literally like, bro. He just, bro. He's he's the he's the best man. Honestly, wow. Yeah, he's. Which album did you, did you like, Book of Ryan or the Allegory uh, better? Like, bro, for me, Book of Ryan is so personal for him. I love that, mm-hmm. but the Allegory speaks to what times that we're in it's almost prophetic yeah. man is that that's why i feel like it's like so warranted that he got the grammy nomination because like we're dealing with we're dealing with everything that he's been talking about and he wrote that shit a year before like the george floyd wow. stuff like all of that shit was like a year before so he it felt like he just knew that something was mm. going to happen that was just going to like blow a lid off this of society man like he just had that you know it, it was just palpable man like it, it felt like you know when kendrick made to pimp a butterfly you know like and yeah. the times that we were in like you know it it just oh man like it just speaks to society right now man and it's just like prophetic man very prophetic and the songs are fucking incredible like 
Like, and he did the beats. He did all the beats, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, wow. like, that's his first time doing, like, uh, beats for his album. Like, he did all the beats, man. I, I, like, I literally saw him, like, going through samples and, like, doing drums. And, you know, yeah. he was, like, he was, like, he was telling me how he would just, like, call Primo and be, like, yo, how do you do this on this? I'm like, how do you do that? And then, like, Primo <laughs> would, like, insane. teach him on that. Like, it's crazy, you know? Like, just... You know, just uh, not approaching it as a producer, but just approaching it as somebody who wants to get a product done, you know? And I feel like that's refreshing, you know, to approach it from that. You might hear different things. It might be, you know, like, all right, to go back to like something like that, like Havoc would always talk about how he would leave imperfections in the beat and in the songs because that's what made him you know, quirky and that's what drew people to it. Like, so like mm-hmm. Royce being like, all right, I'm not going to chop this a hundred percent, like, you know, fine to where it's like super fine tuned, but like, you're going to feel it. It's almost like what Kanye does. Like Kanye does shit and it's not perfect, but like it has a feel to it, you know, mm-hmm. like the drums may not be a hundred percent perfect, but like, it just gives you enough of that human element that you're just like, ah. Yeah. Oh man this is amazing oh god yes yes yeah and the thing about the album it's not like a um there's a difference between trying to like make an impact on society Mm -hmm. versus trying to monetize on what's happening in society yes you know yes yes and it feels like for me like he's not preaching he's not preaching he's just pretty much holding up a mirror to society like yo this is this is exactly who you guys are this is who we are as black people where we're at you know, we need to do better. And then everybody else needs to do way better because this shit is fucked up. Our people, we'll deal with our problems within ourselves. Like we don't have, we don't need white people commenting on black people's problems. We don't need y'all talking about black on black crime or Chicago. Like, you know, people, there's so much like you can't, you don't, don't talk to me about Chicago. That Chicago Mm. is Chicago. Let Chicago people deal with that and let them do what they have to do with that. Like, don't comment on us. Don't comment on black culture as a whole and saying that, like, all right, what we're doing is exacerbating the problem. That's not, you know. Address what you guys have done with slavery and systematic oppression and how that that compounds year after year, year after year, year after year. You know, people talk about compounding interest. Like, think about that as far as, like, compounding trauma, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just exponential trauma that has gone back hundreds of years, you know? And to undo all of that, it just takes time, you know? It's crazy. It's called it's called post-traumatic slave syndrome. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man, it's crazy. So, yeah, like, uh, it, all of that is in there. Just, like, you know, um, he had um, a skit where I forget the guy's name, but the guy's teaching his daughter, like, um, like, life skills like you know how like how to like um how to use guns um teaching her about law teaching her about civics and all of that just in case like you know he dies or whatever like she has all the tools necessary like you know and i feel like those those things are important especially as black people to teach each other necessary skills not tertiary skills that you know like, all right, not everybody has to be an artist, you know? Mm-hmm. Not everybody has to be an artist. Like, we need plumbers, we need electricians. All that shit makes the world run, man. Like, how are you going to have a fucking society without an electrician? Who's yeah. going to who's gonna install that elevator in that building? 
who's gonna install the lights? Like, how are we gonna get running water? You need a plumber. How, like, all those people are important. And I feel like just because people don't make them sexy jobs, that like people feel like, oh, they're not desirable. Like, most of the time, some of these electricians have way more like money than rappers. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, you know, they have way more money and they have job security. Because everybody, <laughs> everybody is going to need an electrical problem one yeah. one time or another, you know? Ele- electricians don't have to deal with, like, rap beef or anything yeah, like that at all. No, 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 And they could, they could buy the same shit. Like, if you electrician wants to buy a Rolex, let him buy a Rolex. Like, he could be... Yeah. Like, he could do all that shit without the stupid rapper beef, you know? Mm-hmm. So, rap isn't necessarily, like, the most, um, you know... It, it is it's not the end all be all you know rap isn't mm-hmm. the end all be all you know sports isn't the end all be all like there's so many things like you know rich paul you know is an agent like maverick carter is, an, is a manager like there's so many dope people that are doing things they're business owners and like i have to make it known that like black women are the ones that get that shit like black women get that shit like you have people doing uh businesses out from their living room they're doing like of skin products, they're doing hair products, they're doing uh, weave stuff, they're doing, um, I don't know, they're doing any and everything. And like black women are enterprising and that shit's amazing to watch, man. Like, it's just so dope to see. Like, I just love it, man. Like, And I feel like the more we champion shit like that, the more it's gonna be like, all right, that's normal, you know? Oh yeah. That's normal. Like, oh, I don't have to be a rapper to be, to have clout, so to speak, yeah. I could change my community, and that could give me the clout that I that that I so desire, or whatever. And it's helping people, you know. Yeah. And like, yeah, like I feel like that's, and then like you know, you can enjoy entertainment for the people that give you entertainment. But then that's that of it. Like, not everybody needs to be that. Right. I I feel that. I feel like. When Royce drops his next album, if he has one coming out, we gotta review it together. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I don't even know, but like he's always working. But like right now, I feel like he's just been so, um, he's been so galvanized by everything that's going on, and uh, it gotta be. Yeah, like he's his focus is just so much on just trying to help right now. He's yes. trying to help and just trying to give information so that people can just do better. You know. Yeah, even like how he handled the. Have you been keeping up with the Benzino beef? Oh, him? Benzino. Oh. Says, oh, that's just just like, come on, like you just like you just trying to just muddle the, you just trying to muddle the talking points of where we need to be, you know, we need to be moving as a unit, man. Like you, like you, criticizing Eminem is like why. Like it, it doesn't even matter at this point in time. I get it. You had your beef with them or whatever, but like, does it matter at this point in time? Like, shouldn't we be focused on how we're supposed to like help each other? Like, I don't get it, man. Like, it's just like, you know, falling back into like dumb shit, bro. Like it, it, guys are like, we're old, bro. Yeah. Guys like over 40 years old. Like, <laughs> like seriously, like, yo, you just gotta like, yeah, how can you move past this shit and just like do better? Like, like it doesn't have to always be about fucking negativity within the community, you know? Like, 
It just doesn't, yeah. man. Like being positive and having all that shit, it just that trumps everything, man. And it just opens up avenues for more people, man. You got to stop thinking about yourself. You got to start thinking about more people, man. That's that for me is the big part of things. It's just like we're just in such a society that is an individualistic society. And it's all about how can I get this done? How can I do this? How can I do this for myself? And it's like nobody stops to think about, yo, how can I help? somebody else that you know it'll help them but then like i know that it's going to galvanize them to help other people as well you know Mm -hmm. and that shit's infectious like people think that like negativity is so like powerful and it is but positivity is also powerful as well you know it's just the fact that positivity doesn't have the face that negativity has right you know you can be positive with someone you can smile at someone right like in in my religion in Islam, like smiling at someone is a good deed. You know, you get hasanats for it. Like that's a that's a good deed, right? And smiling, yo, that could literally change somebody's like whole thing of like, yo, I got some, this person smiled at me, said hi, man, let me go get a smoothie or yeah. something instead of let me go get a burger that was gonna kill him, you know? Or you know, you never know. Just that's have just you, a um, random like you know thing, but you never know. Have you seen a uh, Monsters Inc? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they start out in the movie, like they get power from making kids cry and have nightmares, yeah. and then at the end of the movie, they're like, "How about we make these kids laugh?" And then like the world's run on laughter. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like yo, if you change it, it will change. Like there's yo, there's nothing that says that positivity doesn't work. Well, there's nothing that says that people think like negativity is the only way to get attention or, you know, shit like that. Like, but there's so many people, there's a lady that I see on Twitter all the time. Like there's videos of her where she's giving out um, bags to the homeless people. Right. And uh, she's doing it from her car, right. During, during COVID and she's doing it from her car and the homeless people are coming and she's like, Oh, what do you want? Like, do you want like, um, like a, Debbie cake or whatever. And they're like, just whatever you want. She's like, no, you're like, make a choice. She's like, and the guy was like, oh, beggars can't be choosing. She's like, you're not a beggar. You're just somebody in like that fell into an unfortunate situation. Choose, you know, just humanizing that person right there. Like, bro, that like that, what does that even cost you to give that, that goodness to someone? It doesn't cost you much. Actually, especially in these divided times, you like, you need to be. Yeah, you need to be nice like that to people. Yeah, so. man. So I'm. That's what I'm about, man. Like, you know, I've I've been through so much negative shit, bro. Like, I grew up in the projects, bro. Like, motherfuckers shooting out. I seen the first. I seen my dead body at nine years old, bro. Like, mm. Bro, my my friends, crazy. You know, like I just been through so much shit, but like making it out of it, like just. just I don't know. It just showed me that, like, yo, like, there's so much more to this world that, like, you can yearn for, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Royce even, like, I feel at at a certain extent you do kind of need to post things on social media. But, Mm -hmm. like, how he handled it on social media was very positive, too. Yeah. Like, he's like, yo, I don't want to be with you. Like, he just tried to make it a laughing matter and just been like, yo, like, leave me alone. Like, you know? And Benzino was, like, super mad. Like, he taped something in his car where he's just like cursing up a storm and i'm just like bro that just making that's giving you stress right now like you're yeah. stressed out driving 
you know, <laughs> like stressed out driving and cursing into a camera. Like, yeah. come on, bro. <laughs> overall, it overall it has to be for the like just the attention right now because like, I mean, Royce I, and Amber both sure it is, but like, you yeah. know, give your attention to your daughter who's an amazing artist, like Coyle Ray. Like, why that's his that, daughter. That's his daughter. Like, how did I not know that? Yeah, like, give shit. your attention to her. She's amazing. Wow, you know, she's doing she's doing a lot of shit. I love her, man. Like, I love her. Like, I I just be listening to her shit and I just be like, man. My favorite song is like she has this song with um, ski mask on the Spider Man out the Spider Man um, you know that cartoon Spider Man movie that came out recently? yeah this into the Spider Verse right into the Spider Verse yeah. the soundtrack is actually insane she has this song with him called Save the Day yeah 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 that song is fire yeah like insane. so like. No, like you have a daughter that's doing positive shit right now. Like wow. amplify that, you know, amplify that, like shit like that. I don't know. For me, it's just like, I don't see the use in just being mad about shit that you can't even control, man. Like mm-hmm. you can't control that shit. You, you're not going to control how Royce and Eminem are friends. They're friends, mm-hmm. you know, of course he's going to speak up for his friend. Like, what else do you like? Wouldn't you want your friend to speak up for you? Like whatever, Hell yeah. like leave it at that, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So I have a friend who's like an up and coming artist from the Seattle area, mm. and um, he's Muslim as well. Mm. And for him, it was very hard for him to like tell his family about it because they're like so against it. They're like, "There's no money in it." What yeah, does that have I to mean, do with our religion whatsoever? Yeah, like, how did I'm, how did you handle uh, like how has that like, affected well, your religion? I, I mean, I, I became Muslim like last year, right? Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm I'm a revert, right? But I'm African, so I understand him. So like, my family absolutely did not approve. Like, I mean, like my grandmother, um, friction since the beginning. Like, yo. Well, fucking, you're a bum, bro. Like, all this stuff. And it's just like, I knew, like, what I wanted to achieve. But, like, I knew that it was going to come with, like, days where I just really would not have any money, you know. And I didn't want to do anything illegal. I'm like, yo, I got a daughter. Like, bro, like, you just got to focus. I'd rather be broke now and work my way to what I got to do. And all the shame that comes with it, all the criticism that comes with it, whatever you know like i had to like really prepare myself mentally for that shit and it you know there are days where i was just like man like let me just quit and just like get a regular job let me use my degree you know mm. but i was and then like, someone will hit you up and be like yeah you like, music still? <laughs> <laughs> it's true because you no know, i was in i was in michigan with my dad right i was in lansing like um this was 2017 and um my dad had just had quadruple bypass surgery and yeah 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 so it was he was a recovering i was um i was around for him doing his like physical therapy and everything like that and i was like you know what let me just get a regular job here and just stay for a while and then at the la- i went on interviews like i went on interviews and then uh, i got offered a job and then at the last minute I was like, nah, I'm not doing that shit. Damn. I was like, I'm coming back to New York. And then when I when I made that decision, the next day, my boy Cameron hit me up and was like, yo, I got this girl for you. Like, you gotta develop her, man. Her name is Sophia. Like, she's like my little sister, man. Like, um, 
So uh, her name is Sophia Massa. She's a pop artist, like amazing okay. pop artist. Like she just got Check signed like a year and a half ago. Um, wow. Still developing and everything like that, but she's so dope. Her voice is so big. And bro, she's like, she's just amazing, you know? Love her to death. Like, But like, that's, that's when it, I was just like, all right, man, I'm gonna come back to New York. So I came back, had a session with her and we hit it off. Like immediately I was like, all right, I vibe with her. Like we're we're definitely gonna make uh some good music. So like yeah, that I made that decision. And I was just like, fuck it, man. I'm just gonna keep doing the music. And then everything panned out. Like I could literally be answering fucking uh, calls right now for like mortgages and oh my God. that that would have been lame as fuck. <laughs> but and think about it this way: not only does this music help you it helps your listeners and your audience yeah yeah and that's how i try to look at it too and like and that's what drives me to just not do like the um just not try and do like surface level shit like even if it's i'm even if i'm talking about women or anything like that like i'm talking about you know shit that like the anxiety that's brought on about me not being able to be with you know the person that i love currently you know or, you know, the joy that I feel like when we first, you know, we first clicked and like, you know, we clicked over like books, you know, and, you know, just stuff like that, like real stuff that like people are just going to be like, oh, yeah, like I can identify with, you know, this message, you know, yeah. it could be fun. You know, I have a song called OnlyFan that one day I'll release, but like, you know, it's just it's fun but like at the it's still got to be authentic and it's still got to be real there has to be some kind of truth in there um i have a song coming out on the fifth called many faces and it's just basically it's a short song but it's basically a song that's about having relationship problems with different women like the like different women you know but the same relationship problems and you know all those many faces, like as those faces change and those problems stay the same, maybe the problem isn't with the women, it's probably it's with you. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Growth. That's what yeah, everyone needs. Yeah, yeah. So what made you decide to convert to Muslim? Um Islam. Man, I had been so like I had been like reading it. I had friends that were Muslim that would always be like, you know, like little things here and there and be like, yo, you you know, like you, you kind of live your life like a Muslim. Like you, you have, you know, your morals and ideals are intact with and in line with a lot of uh, Muslim ideals. Like, you know, you're a stand-up person. Like, you know, and I was just like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into it. I kept postponing it. I kept postponing it. And I hadn't been Christian for twelve years. Like right after college, like I just knew, like for me, like. Christianity just had too many questions that people weren't willing to answer. Like they were, yeah, they were, you know, being like, don't question it. Don't question God, blah, 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 all this shit. And I'm just like, mm, mm, God gave us curiosity, <laughs> you yes. know, like yes. you, you wouldn't just say, don't question them, you know, even if, even if it was something that it was like, you know, something that you wouldn't question is like, all right, who made God or whatever? Cause he exists outside of our, time and space and time construct so that doesn't apply to him but just normal questions people were just not willing to like you know delve into it and i was just like you know what i'm just gonna find out what i believe so i set up on a journey um metaphysics 
uh, Kabbalah, um, just so many different things of, you know, just studying and just trying to figure out. And I got pieces of what I think is the truth, but nothing that was like full picture, you know? And it wasn't, and I knew in the back of my head, because like when I was in school, um, I was in Ghana for three years. I was in Ghana for three years. My mom came and got me like from 98 to 2001. So I spent three years there and one of the classes that I did was religious and moral education and Islam was one of them. So they taught us about it. And it's always been in my head. Like I could never shake it. Like it's always been in the back of my head. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get to this one day, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to this one day. And um, when it came up, I was just like, oh man, I know I'm going to have to change my life. I don't know if I should look into it now. Cause I know if I do believe it, I'm going to have to change my life and it's not going to be, my life's not going to be fun anymore. Mm. Like, you know, because I was also like a victim of media portrayal of like, you know, Muslims are the strictest people ever. And you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't eat this. You can't eat that. Like all of that, you know? And so uh, when I started like looking into it, I was like, man, this is the truth you know this is the truth like i couldn't deny it like i just read it and i was just like yeah i know why i was waiting because i knew this was the truth you know Mm -hmm. and like i just kind of kept it quiet i just kept it with me and a couple of uh of my friends and i was just like trying to learn more learn more learn more and then um um a good friend of mine came into the came into the picture um, and she was um, she was kind of like the catalyst for it. Um, she was just like, "Yo, if you like feel like you know you want to do this, then do it. You know, like you have to." And then my mom also like was really really instrumental because she she um, used to work on a container ship like and everything like that. Um, and um, so she dealt with so many people that were like Muslim and everything like that. And she was just like, yo, every Muslim that I that I interacted with, that was uh that I worked with or whatever, stand up people, great people. So like if this is what you believe, I think you should do it because you know the similarities are there, you know, there's some differences, but you know, I know that like it's the same God, you know. Hell yeah. Yeah. So she was like, she was like my biggest like you know, and she's Christian, like, you know, and she had the pom-poms out for me, man. Like, she's like, yo, she was like sending me shit. And I'm just like, yo, you do know that you're Christian. And she's just like, no, but I feel like, she's like, I feel it that, you know, like, you know, you believe this, like, I have to support you, you know, I have yes. to support you, man. And yes. I, my mom's going to be Muslim one day. Like, I already know it. Like the way that she's, that she's acting and the way that she moves, I know she's going to be Muslim. It's just matter of time. Man. I'm a convincer, man. Matter of time. But yeah, like she's the biggest reason that I, like I made it official and I took Shahada and everything like that. Yeah. And it was just like, it's the truth. My life didn't even change that much. Like drinking, I used to drink like probably twice a year. My birthday, my friend would come and take me out. Uh, my friend Binyam, like, uh, he would come and take me out 
and we would like go get drinks or whatever or it was like St. Patty's where I would like hang out with people but like after college like I didn't really drink that much like it's not it wasn't something that was like it's smart though not to yeah like it wasn't something that was like from my it, it wasn't something I needed for my lifestyle you know and then yeah so like when when that came like it was just like all right you know I guess not the thing that I really miss is fucking pepperoni Oh, shit. <laughs> that's the thing that's like the hardest shit is like i don't really like pizza anymore because like i can't have pepperoni you know? and nothing like the turkey pepperoni doesn't taste like regular pepperoni yeah it does it's not. trash you know but mm. you know uh whatever man tiny tiny sacrifices tiny, tiny sacrifice to make you know yeah oh, yeah and i don't regret it like i bro my life has just gone crazy like positive you know ever since like you know i i just i i can't ever see myself not being muslim man like it's like that's my identity i'm a muslim first and yeah it's part of your journey you know yeah 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 hell yeah so what have you learned about yourself over this whole like pandemic quarantine deal eight months i learned that i'm a fucking anxious ass person wow yeah i learned that like I don't have as much patience as I think I uh, I think I do. Like I thought I had a lot of patience, and people think I'm patient because I'm not vocal about shit. Like I, I'm I'm able to be like reserved as far as like um, not having an impetus to like nag people or something like that. But like in my head, oh man, I overthink a lot. So like. Hmm yeah man so like i just learned that like man i need to work on that shit like i really do need to work on it and um yeah everything else though like i just learned that like i'm blessed man like mostly positive man a lot there's some people that died from covid around me but for the most part my family is blessed man my family has been able to like you know kind of like you know go go away scot-free from this you know and Mm -hmm my loved ones, my friends, like everybody is doing really, really well. So yeah, I'm, I'm just blessed, man. And I just like, um, I just feel like I need to be more appreciative of where I'm at and things that happen to me instead of looking so far in the future, every single time that something happens. Cause like when, uh, you gonna learn came out, like I had this like anxiety pour over me because I was just like, what do I like now? I need to do this. I need to make move. I need to do this, and and it became like such an anxious thing for me that like it was just like you ruined the moment of just being on yeah, that album. Yeah, like I just should have just been happy for myself, and it was just like I was just like I was the opposite. Like I was just like dreading it and everything. I was just like, but like now when Zeus came out and like the outpouring of love came out, bro, I have like thousands in my in my instagram messages and like i try and get through them and then it just keeps reloading and reloading like i'm trying like anybody that's listening that's like in my instagram dms like i'm trying man but yeah deuce took you took took you to another level for sure yeah yeah deuce just like you could feel that like all right this is different this is like this is different you know, you gonna learn is amazing. Like it did, it did really well. But like, I feel like people were waiting to see if I could do it again. Yeah, you know? and, and when they heard it, the news, they were like, "Oh Fuck. shit! All right, this dude's nice." 
how was the recording session for that? Was that like a while after you did you gun learn or yeah, that... yeah, yeah, yeah. That was July. That was July, and I was in. Uh, I was literally here. This is my cousin's basement. I was literally here, and um, I was on Facetime with T minus, and we were just that's dope. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking. Like he's a really good friend of mine. Like for the most part, we don't even talk about music. Like I've known him for years. And we don't even work on music like that. Like he'll send me stuff, and then like I'll I'll mix uh, I'll I'll um, jump on it. But like for the most part, it's just like yo, like that's the homie, you know. Like like I just love him as a person. I love his family. Like you know, we talk about our kids primarily. We talk about you know relationships and stuff like that. But um, he was congratulating me on you gonna learn. Uh, again, he's like, yo, like I, like I finally had a chance to like really listen to it. Like you sound really good, man. Like I love that yes. shit. And I was like, yo, I bet you I could get you an Eminem placement though. And he was like, no, no, you can't. And I was like, wait, you've never worked with him, have you? He's like, nah, man. Like I like, I would love to. Like that'd be that'd be nice. And I was like, bro, send me like send me like five beats. You think it would be good for Eminem, bro? Just send me five. And he sent me five. The first one was Zeus. And I was like, yo, I was like, I was like, yo, I'm gonna call you back. I'm gonna call you back. So I got off. I did I came up with that shit in like five minutes, bro. Recorded it in 15 minutes, and then I sent it to him. He was like, Holy shit, this this sounds like it could be for M. And I was like, I'm sending it. I was like, I'm sending it. So I sent it. Uh, Royce was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. He'd be a fool not to take this shit, you know? So I went to sleep, woke up, woke up to a text like, yo, he loves this shit. Like, um, Roy sent me a screenshot of him being like, yo, is that for me? Like, this shit is crazy. Yeah, white gold. Yeah. And then, um, like, two hours later, um, M gave word like, yo, um, I'm done with the verses. Like, send the send the stems. Like, we're ready to mix the record. Song happened in less than a day, bro. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that was crazy. So, how did you think of like the hook for that? Like, I know you play homage to Rap God, and is yeah, Mike reaching to say that you did it was for Monster as well, or it's just Monster? Yeah, it was, just happened it, for to be me, in like, um, it's Monster Rihanna, but like. I, I didn't want it to be that obvious because that that was the most obvious one. I was saying monster for uh, the Juice World when he says monster on Godzilla. Yeah, so yeah, so that was the whole thing. Like it is all three songs, but like primarily, I just wanted to pay a little homage to Juice World because you know his untimely demise, man. But yeah, yeah, Dude, but that, for me, um, crazy. Damn, I lost my train of thought. Um, how I came up with it, out of thin air, bro. Honestly, like it just yeah. I just feed off of what the beat gives me. And I think me and Royce like had talked about like months before we had talked about like the unique position that M's in right now, as far as like you've done everything. Now people are turning on you after you've done everything. So like, where does that leave you? Like, you know, it leaves you lonely as fuck, you know. So, like, I always had it in my head. That I'm like, I'm going to write a song that's, like, going to be based on, like, just being lonely as far, but not in, like, a sad way. Just being lonely as far as, like, I earned this spot that, like, you guys are saying that I don't deserve now. Like, I earned this shit, you know. Mm. 
and you guys have rewarded me for it for the most part. You know, now you want to take it away from me? You know, uh, it's a Jay-Z lyric. Like, Jay-Z is my favorite artist, but, like, there's a Jay-Z lyric that says, the same sword they knight you, they gonna good knight you with. Mm. You know? Like, incredible, right? So that's literally, like, what was in my head. I was like, yeah, this could probably be like that one, man. And then and I was just like, I'll be on my own. Uh, head up in the clouds like Zeus. When they say you went to goat, I come down like who? And then I was like, I was like, wait, man, I, I should, I should really make it a point where I'd be like who? So I was like, I come down like who? <laughs> you know, like I tried to make it like a point, like who the fuck do you think you're talking to? You know, like, like I earned this shit. You know, dude, that was like the highlight of like the whole album. Yo, that song was insane. Everybody's been telling me, like, yo, that's, like, the fucking highlight of their shit. They're like, yo, this hook is so crazy. I got to plug in this shit so my MacBook doesn't die. Um, they're like, yo, think- this shit is so crazy that, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's a feature that, like, everybody is just like, yo, this is dope, you know? And I'm glad, man. I'm glad that people, like, are recognizing the fact that, like, bro, my shit, my shit fire, man. My shit mm-hmm. fire, man. Like, people will, like, they'll see eventually, man. Like, um, a lot of people will be like, oh, you're, you're, you're too humble. But, like, I don't like to talk about this shit. Like, I just want my music to speak for itself. But, like, trust me, when it comes it to does, like, music, though, I, right? yeah, I think mm-hmm. very highly of myself, <laughs> you know? I think very, very highly of myself, you know? Hell, yeah. And, like, the my other favorite song, I forget the title right now, but the... um. It's when he came when Eminem came out with the music video for like the was it the Nap? Vegas shooting? Have you, have you seen that? Oh, he darkness! Has like the, Royce produced that was that. insane. That oh, was he insane. did. Yeah, Royce produced that shit. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, that was when that music video came out. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. Yeah, that was crazy because that was a moment. You know, it's one of those songs that like you don't listen to like every day, but like when you go back, you just like can appreciate the fact that it's like. <sighs> so artistically done you know yeah it's one of those and like this that vi- you gotta watch it like if somebody's gonna like listen to darkness they should watch the video because that shit just like brings it home it's it's like a it's like a twist just like stan or bad yeah. guy it's like a total twist you're like what what is he talking about yeah. and you're like oh shit oh man it was crazy yeah so White Gold, what is some advice that you have for up-and-coming artists, creators, um, influencers? Man, first and foremost, be a good person, man. Be positive, have genuine relationships, and deal with people accordingly, man. Like, just be a good person. Um, for writers, I would say read books, man. Read books, you know, become a voracious reader. You know, make sure that you... you can fucking give words that are like not, you know, just everyday words, you know, and infuse them in your music if you can. If not, it'll give you at least perspective on how to approach certain things, right? Because there's there's always a different way to say something, right? So, you know, just learning from people that are heralded and masters at their craft, like, doesn't hurt, you know? Um, But yeah, like, primarily, man, it's all about just Going with your gut, man. Being real with yourself. If you if you know you're not that dope, don't go in somebody's face being like I'm dope, thinking that you could <laughs> swindle them. Because 
<laughs> you know, nine times out of ten, like people are. If you're a hundred percent sure of yourself, people are sixty coming in. You know, and for the most part, it's a no versus a yes. Like, so you just got to keep building, keep building, keep working until it's undeniable, and you just like can open that door and just like slam open that door, just bust open that door and make it undeniable, man. And that shit takes time and just give yourself time and don't be too hard on yourself. Like enjoy, you know, people say enjoy the journey all the time. I know it's hard when you don't have no money to eat and you think music is your only way out. Like I advise you to get a gig and get a job, you know, or try, try and get a job or, or try and do something that, um, try and do something that is more tangible, like, you know, sell products or something like that, get into business or whatever. But if you're going to make music, like make music, but like, I want you to be free of music with the contingency, you know, because a lot of people, there's talented people, but they need money so bad that they like feel like they need to a certain type of content. They need certain type of this and they need to compromise here and there because they want the money. You know, if you free yourself from that, boof, your, your creativity will shoot through the roof. And that's what we need from most of these people. A lot of people are operating off the fact that they're broke and they're making music to try and make money. You know, I get it, you know, but it's like, if you can, like, try and do something else and then make music your hobby until it's not your hobby anymore. Yeah. Hell yeah. And what's the easiest way for people to reach you? Um, Instagram, man. Instagram, Blanco Gold Music. I'm trying to get that shit. I'm trying to get white gold on there. I'm trying to get all that shit, man. It's so tough. Instagram is a fucking bitch to try and, like, get all this stuff changed. The person hasn't... Um, posted anything for like 10 years bro same on twitter like the person white gold hasn't posted anything for 10 years i'm just give me the handle man it's so hard for people to find me right yeah Yeah, like there's so many people that like yo i search and search for your name and like i couldn't find you you know now i finally find you because somebody you know it's just like so much easier you know i'd probably have like 50 60 thousand followers if you know it was white gold, you know. Come on, Instagram. Fuck you guys. Yeah, fucking Instagram. Man. Well, we're working yeah. on that, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the NAS podcast with White Gold. Hell yeah. There we go.